If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 10, beginning reading at verse number 30. The book of Matthew chapter 10, begin reading at verse number 30. If you have it, say amen. Amen. It's on the screen if you don't have it. Let's stay in this vein because I promise you it's not going to be long before the Holy Ghost just completely takes over this service. I'm not worried about calling you to this altar. When you feel a release to get what you need from God, I want you to come to this altar. I want you to lift your hands and I want you to get what you need in this house. Is that all right? Can we make that agreement with each other? I'm not, I, I'm not even going to give an altar. The altar is open. I'm telling you right now. The altar is open. This is your formal altar call. When you feel that you and God are ready, I want you to get to this altar. And I want you to have a moment with God. Amen? Is that alright? Can we make that agreement with each other? Amen. But the very hairs of your head are numbered. Fear not. Therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. I need us to think about that. God has the very hairs on your head numbered. So you shouldn't fear. Because you are of more value than the sparrows of which he provides a dwelling place for. If he cares enough to give the sparrows a place to dwell. And he has the hairs on your head numbered. We shouldn't have any fear. God is going to take care of us. The Lord spoke to me as I was pulling over this little ditch over here. And I told my wife, I said, search this up, fear not. And these are the verses that I found and the Lord began to deal with me about. And that's what I'm going to preach to you for the next few moments. Fear not. Can we say that together? Fear not. Would you lift your hands one more time and would you ask that God would speak to us here tonight? Come on, that's it. Let's just pray for a few more moments. Lord, anoint me from the top of my head down to the soles of my feet. Put your words in my mouth, God, that I might speak exactly what needs to be spoken in this room for such a time as this. Lord, you have this rhema word ready to be released for people, God, that are about to be unleashed. God is a mighty army in faith and in power to do great works, God, not just in this house, but all across this city all across their neighborhoods, God. Lord, I pray that there would be an overwhelming boldness that would sweep across this place tonight. Lord, let there be a baptism, God, of faith and boldness come over us right now. Come on, I want you to lift your hands and I want you to just release some faith right now. Lord, quicken your scriptures in my mind, God, and allow me to speak your word to your people. I believe it and I receive it by the power of the word of God and by the authority of the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Would you say that with me? In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated in Jesus' name. Brother Myers said it this morning in the first service and I believe he may have repeated it tonight but that God is raising up an army in this end time I believe that God is raising up an army in this end time I believe that it's not going to be an army of elitists and of the selected few but as I preached last Sunday it's for everybody God wants to use everybody. And I, I feel that in the spirit there is almost the sounding of the trumpet that Gideon released when they heard it all the way in Abizar because it, it, it's God assembling a troop. It's God putting together an army. 
It's God putting together a group of people that are ready to dispel the enemy from off our land. Now, I said that very particularly because it's our land. This is not the enemy's territory. It's God's territory. This area that this church dwells in and on and that is around us, it does not belong to the prince of darkness, but it belongs to the prince of peace. And I refuse to allow the enemy to infringe himself upon our territory any longer. I love that we're having another crusade out of the building because it's God's will for us to have moves of God out, not just in the building but outside of the building. I'm not saying that this we should be giving up our assembling of the body. I, I believe that the Bible is very uh, uh, evident and, and he makes it very important that we need to assemble together and that we need to have church services together. But this can't be the only time that the Spirit of God moves in our life. But I believe that God is, is putting a people together. That God is assembling a troop. That God is putting together an army. And this army is going to be an army of faith. This army is going to be an army that truly believes that God can do anything. That God can move however He sees fit to move. And we're not going to say, God, we don't think that's able. We're just going to trust in His ability to do everything and anything that He wants to do. You can move right here, Lord. You can move in this city. You can move in this church. You can move in every family represented here. You can move in every neighborhood represented here. You can move in every job represented here. You can move... I believe we want God to move in every area of our life. And in the assembling of this mighty army, I know I've said this before, but I feel to say it again. The first sifting away that God told Gideon, he said, you've got to tell the fearful they've got to go home. Because fear is the enemy to faith. And one thing God is not going to allow in this end time army is fear. One thing God is not going to allow into our minds is fear. If we're going to be used by God in this end time, we've got to get the simple revelation of Matthew 10 and 30. If He cares enough to number the hairs on our head, if He cares enough to give the sparrow a place to live, then He cares enough to make sure you're going to be taken care of. He cares enough to make sure you're going to have everything that you need to accomplish accomplish what God is calling us to accomplish. I rebuke the spirit of inadequacy. I rebuke the spirit that is trying to tell us we don't have everything that we need. We'll never have everything that we need. But when you give what you got into the hands of God, He'll take it, He'll multiply it, and He'll do a great work. So I stand to this pulpit today to tell you what the Lord told me to tell you, and that is fear not. Fear not! When God sent His angel to visit Zacharias as he performed his priestly duties in lighting the incense in the temple, when that angel showed up, the very first thing he had to rebuke off of him was fear. He looked right at Zacharias and he said, Fear not! Because what's about to be birthed in your family is a prophetic utterance. And fear is the enemy to the prophetic. And I believe that there is a release of the prophetic that is trying to come over this end time body. There is a release of those that are going to be like John the Baptist saying, Jesus is coming. You must be baptized. And if there's anything that the enemy wants to do right now, he wants to get in your mind. And he wants to cause you to fear. And he wants to cause you to have doubt. And he wants to cause you to have unbelief. But I'm telling you tonight, just like the Lord told me, fear not. 
You see, fear is the natural enemy to the prophetic because fear handicaps faith. You look at Elijah. He gets done calling fire down from heaven. He gets done killing all of these prophets, these wicked prophets of Baal, doing a great work of God. He gets out the mount, telling everybody, how long halts she between two opinions? If you're going to serve God, serve God. If not, it's time for you to make up your mind. You can't be hot and cold. You can't be lukewarm now. And right after all of that, one little letter from the enemy and he goes running in fear tucked up under a juniper tree having an A1 pity party all by himself but I'm telling you tonight fear will always rob your prophetic voice so it's time for us to rebuke the spirit of fear let faith be unleashed and say fear not I wish somebody in this house would get under a holy boldness and a baptism of faith and you would look the enemy right in the eye and say, I refuse to be afraid. I refuse to be silent. I've got a voice that can speak things as though they already are and you can't handicap me. You can't... Someone shall fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Rachel is having her baby. The baby of which she will die having. This child is being birthed out of her. And it is her handmaiden that looks at her and says, Fear not, Rachel. Fear not. You can't fear now. You can't have fear now. Because fear will cause you to name something that never meant to have that name. She looks at the child and says, I'm going to name him Benoni, son of my sorrow. You got to watch out when you allow fear to get on your mind and to creep into your heart and to creep into your situation. Because what you don't realize is, it's by your fear. You will name the next generation in something it was never meant to be called. God intended that generation uh, to be called Benjamin, uh, son of my right hand. Uh, That means the son of power. Uh, It's not time uh, for you to start deeming things right now uh, as a sorrowful part uh, of this world. Uh, Now more than ever, uh, we need to be... We need to be speaking over the next generation. You're the son of power. You're the son of anointing. You're the son of a double portion. You've got more now than you've ever had. Let me speak to the students for just a moment. You are not a lesser generation. And if there's anything the enemy wants you to be doing right now, it's for the voice of those that are encapsulated by fear to speak fear over your mind, speak fear over your life, and to speak fear over everything that you do. But I'm telling you, we are the generation of faith and not fear. And I'm telling you, you are not the son of sorrow. You are the son of the right hand. You've got power in you. You've got authority in you you've got dominion in you fear not someone shout that like you believe it I refuse now to let fear stop this end time army I refuse now to allow fear to cripple the army 
of the end time church. So I'm standing here tonight and I've got two words to tell this great body and that is fear not because there's a release of faith that has been here. God has been growing us in faith. God has been multiplying us in faith. And now more than ever, the enemy would like to introduce fear. But I'm telling you in the name of the Lord, fear not! You look at Exodus 14. They're on their way out of their bondage. They're on their way out of 430 years of slavery. And they get to one obstacle. One obstacle. There's an ocean in front of them and an enemy behind them. And they start murmuring in the camp. It would have been better for us to stay in Egypt. I told you, Moses. I told you. You should have left us there. You should have never brought us out here. You brought us out here to die. Did you not know that there were no graves in Egypt? So you brought us out into this wilderness so that we would die. And Moses, not knowing what to do, turns to the Lord. And the Lord tells Moses, fear not. There are people in this place, uh, you see an obstacle in front of you, uh, and the first thing you turn to uh, is fear. Uh, that's the voice of the enemy, uh, and that's the trickery of the devil. Uh, but I'm telling you, uh, silence the voice uh, of the accuser of the brethren. Uh, I rebuke the obstacle uh, that's stopping you from your freedom, uh, and I rebuke the voice uh, that's telling you uh, you would rather die in your situation. Uh, no way, no how. Uh, fear Fear, fear not, neither be dismayed. There's an army rising up. And it's of you, and it's of me, and it's of everybody that won't allow the fear that is in the world to get on you, and to get on your family, and to get in your mind, and to cause the way you think to speak negativity when you should be speaking faith. I'm done today. I'm standing in the gap, and I'm telling you, fear not! Exodus 14 and 13. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand still. Fear will cause you to make decisions quickly and irrationally that will lead you to a place you should have never been in. But if you fear not... I said, if you fear not and you stand still, stand still and see that the Lord... That the Lord... He is good. He is good. I'm telling somebody that's about to make a wrong decision because you're acting out of fear of a situation. Fear not and neither be dismayed. It's time for you to rise up in this place. Get underneath the faith that's in the house and begin to speak prophetically. Fear not! Deuteronomy 121 Behold the Lord thy God has set the land before thee. Go up and possess it as the Lord God of thy fathers hath said unto thee. Fear, fear not, neither be discouraged. Fear is what will stop you from possessing promises that God always intended for you to have. Fear is the voice telling you there's giants in that land and you can't defeat a giant. But I'm telling you, I feel a Caleb and a Joshua in this place that is saying we are well able. We are well able. We are well able to overcome. And I wish somebody in this this house would rise up and be a possessor of your promises. Fear not. Come on, somebody, lift your voice and release faith right now.
come on there are promises and there's a land that God has promised you and I'm telling you fear not and neither be dismayed don't be discouraged now don't get weary now don't get burdened now it's time for you to rise up under the anointing of the Holy Ghost fear not Elijah headed to a widow woman's house. He walks up to her. Do you have any water? And on her way to obedience, to do what the man of God told her to do, while you're over there, bake me a cake. I have but just a little meal and a little oil left. And all I intend on doing is eating it and dying. Because fear will tell you. All you have is all you will ever have. And you'll die with what you got before God can ever multiply it. But there's a word in this place today. And it's exactly what Elijah told the widow. Fear not. And when he spoke that two-worded prophetic utterance fear not it's like something come over her and she went and got the last that she had and she baked him a little cake and when she baked him that little cake and gave it to the man of God she turned back to the cruise of oil and she turned back to the meal and there was more there than there was before because when you're willing to release fear and accept faith God always multiplies your gift I'm telling you in the name of the Lord there are giftings that God is trying to multiply and the word of the Lord is fear not oh come on lift your voice right now Come on. people under the sound of my voice that had gifts and has gifts that God is wanting to multiply but until you use what you've got in faith God can't give you more I'm here to tell somebody if you will release the gift that God has already given you if you will release the talent that God has already blessed you with if you will begin to go to work with what God has already equipped you with God's going to begin to multiply God's going to begin to stretch God's going to begin I feel it in the house right now. There are people in this place that have asked to go to new depths, that have asked to go to greater heights. And God's saying, if you'll begin to work with what you have tonight and don't get caught up in the fear of what if it doesn't happen and release it, God's saying, you'll always have more to go back. 
Come on, lift your hands just a little while longer. Isaiah 43 and 1. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by name. Thou art mine. There is a security that comes to a person that understands who they belong to. And when you understand who you belong to, there is a release of faith that will come into your life. That's why when Jesus gave Peter the keys to the kingdom, he said, Thou art Peter. He recognized, I know who you are, and you know who I am. You belong to me, and I belong to you. And he said, Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. There is a releasing that comes to a child of God that realizes I'm not anybody else's, but I'm the Lord's. And when you get the revelation of whose you are, you begin to get the revelation of who you are. And when you get the revelation of who you are, you can't help but walk in faith. You can't help but walk in an understanding that I'll never be turned over. I'll never be broken. I'll never be taken to a place that I cannot return from because I am his and he is mine and we are each other's. I'm here to tell somebody, fear not. I'm here to tell somebody with a sickness in your body, fear not. There has been a spirit of fear. We've talked about it, we've preached about it, and we have addressed it. That has tried to grip the church of the Most High God. And has tried to stop us from stepping out. And I have been called to address it more times than I can count. But I'm telling every person here who feels like you can't be everything God has called you to be in this end time. That is the voice of fear. And God is trying to tell you tonight, fear not. It's time for you to rise up under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. It's time for you to break out of your cell of intimidation and trepidation. It's time for you to get up out of your comfort. Rise up under the power of the Holy Ghost. There are people right now, if you would release your faith, you would see miracles. You would see breakthrough. You would see it. Come on. Fear not. Come on, right there. The voice of fear just spoke to you. Don't step out. Don't step out in faith. Don't step out and do something you've never done before. That's the voice of fear trying to rob you from your victory. But I'm telling you in the name of the Lord, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. 
Come on. There's some of y'all in the back. You've let fear rob you too long. There's some of y'all that need to release faith in the name of the Lord. There are people in this altar. Last Sunday, last Sunday you felt an anointing you haven't felt in a long time. And you have already retreated back to comfort. Because fear woke you up on Monday and said, it'll never happen again. You can never be used like that. Don't listen to that preacher. Don't listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church. And you robbed yourself one more time of being everything God called you to be. But I'm telling you in the name of the Lord, that is the voice of fear. That is the voice of the enemy. But there is a voice of faith that is here tonight. And it's telling you to release your prophetic utterance. To begin to speak to things as though they already are. Square your shoulders back. Lean that head back. And operate in faith. Come out of your fear. Come out of your fear. Come out of your fear. Come out. Come on. Lay hands on the sick. And they'll recover. Say to the mountain move. And it'll move. Faith. something you've never done before right now I'm telling you in the Lord name of the Lord there are some of us in this room God has prompted you to do something you've never done and you're psyching yourself out you're telling yourself I'm not qualified I'm not able I can't do it yes you can get under the anointing of the Lord let faith rebuke fear rise up right now and be what God has called us to be no fear in this house come on you need to go to a place you've never gone you need to do things you've never done Come on. I see some of y'all standing in the same place you always stand. Praying the same prayer you always pray. That's not faith. That's comfort. That's retreating to fear. I wonder if somebody will say, I'm going to a level in faith. I've never gone. And the voice of fear won't stop me. The voice of... Go beyond. Go beyond. Come on. Come on. You're stealing your cell of fear right now. I'm telling you, I feel it. But there's a breaking out. Step out of it. Whatever's normal. Step out of it. Whatever's comfortable. Step out of it. Do what makes you nervous. Do what makes you have a little worry. And let faith overcome fear right now.
Come on, go. 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 Come on. Step out in the faith right now. Come on. I'm challenging you. I'm charging you. Step out into faith. Do something you've never done for God right now. Go to a place in God you've never gone before. Try something you've never... Let it go out of your comfort zone. Step into the realm of faith. Step out of the fear. of holy boldness over every person that's in this room right now come on you can go home in the same place you've always been at or you can hear the word right now and you can do something you've never done and God will grow you in faith God will grow you in your gift but you've got to step out of fear and get into faith Well, what if it doesn't happen, preacher? Well, what if it does happen? Well, what if it doesn't? What if it does? Try faith. Step out. Come on, Peter. Get out of the boat and fear not. Walk on some water. At least you'll fall into the arms of Jesus trying right now. Come on, this isn't just about emotion. This isn't emotionalism. 
This is God calling you to a place. This is God calling you to another level. On a personal level. He's calling you to a deeper place than you've ever gone. So that on a collective level, this body can be stronger and do things that it's never done. Come on. We've got to rise up as the body right now. I'm charging everybody in this room to step out of what's comfortable. To do what you've never done. Let God prompt you and follow that prompting. Let God lead you and follow that leading. It's here right now. It's in this room right now. The gifts of the Spirit are flowing in this house. And God wants you to operate in it. that's it look around this place and you'll get a prompting in your gut in your spirit to do something to pray for somebody to speak something into the atmosphere and if you'll do it I'm telling you God will take you somewhere you've never gone you'll feel an anointing you've never felt you'll feel a strength you've never felt you're not praying with somebody would you lift your hands right now if you're not praying with somebody or for somebody would you lift your hands right now and can we just be sensitive to the moving of the spirit come on let's just be sensitive for the next few moments
Come on, release that right there in Jesus' name. Come on, I want you to release that right there. There's a releasing in this room. There. There are those that have poured out. And now God's about to pour back into you in this place. Come on, I want you to lift your hands and I want you to open your spirits right now. Those of you that stepped out and did something for God, you moved beyond fear and into a realm you've never moved in. There's a replenishing of that oil coming into your spirit right now. Come on, let there be a replenishing come back into you now. Come on, God's not going to call things out of you and not replace it. Now God's going to put something back into you that you've never had before. And it's going to come back greater than it ever was. Come on, let it be replenished in Jesus' name. Come on, I speak the anointing oil back into your life. Come on, I speak that meal for the strength for the journey back into your life right now. Come on, let it come back into you. Come on, there's Come on, that's it. Can you just surrender to whatever you're feeling right now? Would that be all right? Can we just release ourselves to whatever we're feeling for the next few moments?
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. A few days ago, I had a near-death experience. Um, Got into waters over my head. Uh, Swells were hitting me at four to six feet. We were trying to snorkel around this island, and I just ran out of gas. I was gulping air. I was getting smashed with these swells. I was in water that was too deep, and I was too far out, and there was nobody else around. And I just didn't know if I was going to make it, and probably wouldn't except Brother Morgan was with me. And I just hollered out and said, I need help. And I was hyperventilating. I was gasping for air. And I was a long way from shore, and the swells were so big, they were just overtaking us. And uh, he said, well, let's just try to go back. And so he grabbed me with one arm, and he swam with his other arm. And we kicked and kicked, and we would move a few feet, and then the swells would knock us back, and we would move a few feet. And we just didn't know if we were going to make it, and we just... Neither one of us panicked, but we just kept, kept after it, kept after it, and kept after it. And finally, we started making some headway, and, and the current seemed to work with us instead of against us. And when we finally got to shore, which was about a 30-minute process, we were both spent. We could barely stand up. And I realized that if he hadn't have been there, that I probably wouldn't be here right now. And I say that because there's two things I want to share with you I felt in the Holy Ghost to share with you and that is number one we need each other we we have been in some deep waters the last couple of years and the enemy has tried to convince us that we can make it without the body of Christ ladies and gentlemen we need each other and I feel like the Lord is telling us we need to be praying for each other we need to be supporting each other we need to be reaching out to each other and, and the second thing that I want to say related to this experience I had this week was uh, the next day uh, we were supposed to go out again and there was a thought in my head that I was all done getting in the water. <laughs> I've grown up in Florida. I've grown up on this ocean. I've grown up on the water. But to be honest with you, I didn't want anything else to do <laughs> with the water. And I realized that you got to get back in the water. And, and so, you know, that fear set in and I just, I didn't want to leave shore. And I think sometimes when we've stepped down in faith and it hasn't gone like we thought, our tendency is to stay on the shore. You got to get back in the water. You got to confront your fears and get back in the water and then you'll know everything's going to be all right. Oh, hallelujah. I said, everything's going to be all right. Don't be afraid to step out in faith. Don't be afraid, hallelujah, to go and pray for your brother or your sister. Don't be afraid to call up somebody and say, hey, the Lord put me up. Sometimes we're going to do that and we think, oh, they're going to think I'm crazy or something. I don't want to do that. And we miss the leading of the Holy Ghost because of our fear of what somebody's going to think. Oh, no. Let's push past that. If God's put it on your heart to reach out to somebody, to call somebody, to give somebody an encouraging word, don't stop. Hallelujah. Just keep on reaching out, calling, supporting one another. And I believe God's going to help us. Don't be afraid to face your fears. Why don't we leak up with somebody right now? Maybe you can stand next to somebody. As we're dismissed there tonight, I want us to pray for one another. Aren't you thankful for the body of Christ? Sometimes you get weary and you don't even realize you're weary. Sometimes you just get tired of being in the battle. You fought for as long as you can. You just need somebody to come alongside of you. Come on, that's it. Just begin to call out to the Lord right now in the name of Jesus. 
Lord, I'm here for my brother or my sister. Come on. I'll swim for a while. I'll carry you. Come on, I'll pull you along. You're not by yourself. If God be for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. You put us in the body of Christ. You've given us a family. Fear not, God said, I'm with you always. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm going to ask you to do something this week I'm going to ask you to call five people that you haven't seen in a while think about what would happen if everybody in this church did it. I know I won't get everybody to do it so but even if I get 80% I'll take it if we called five people and just said hey just want you to know I'm thinking about you and I want you to know that we love you and if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. If all of us, if you'll call five people this week that you haven't seen for a little bit, would you raise your hand? Keep it up, because I want to count. I may be less than 80% here. I better, maybe I shouldn't count. We're getting there. Amen. Just call and say, you don't have to have a long conversation. Or even text. You want to text? Just say, hey, the Lord put you on my heart. I'm thinking about you. And if there's anything at all I can do, I want you to know I'm here. I believe God's going to help us. Amen? Amen. We got a lot of hurting people out there, but God is a great big God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. I love you. So thankful for you. Greet your brother and sister. Tell them how much you love them. And you're dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you.